Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up, all of my beautiful freaking people? Welcome back to a special episode of FML Talk. I don't know if you guys are aware, but I have some new uh, additions to my ring finger, and everyone has been begging me to do an episode on the engagement. So your wish is my command. Here we go. Sit back. Let's pop the bubbly because I'm fucking engaged, bitches. Welcome to FML Talk. Oh my God. Wait, how old was the other girl? 19. Can you believe Hey, this is Gabrielle Stone. Good book. Have you gotten in touch with Sam? He did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the photos on her Instagram? And this is FML Talk. Oh, no, she didn't. Okay, y'all, we are about to dish on all things engagement, the ring, how it happened, did I know, all of the questions. I even had you guys submit some of the questions, so we will get to those towards the end of the episode. If you guys are late to the party and have not been following me on Instagram, uh, I did get engaged in Italy when we went on our big Europe trip in June and we had such a magical time, such a magical trip, and we are going to sit down and dish on all of the things that I have been getting asked about. So... I guess I need to bring on my co-host for this episode, who was also a part of this whole uh, to-do. <laughs> my uh, significant other, my fiance. Hey. Hi, Tay. That has a nice ring to it. I know. I've actually, there's been a few times where I've said boyfriend and then stopped myself and been yeah. like fiance, but then I sound very pompous for doing that. <laughs> right, right. Like I said, well, fiance. The word fiance is a little pompous. Right. It's very <laughs> like hoity-toity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so round two, here we go. Yep. I'm engaged again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is your round two as well. It is. Uh, does it feel different to you? Well, that's a weird question. I didn't mean different to you. Okay. So for me, when people are like super excited and my friends are like, oh my God, like the wedding, are we doing a bachelorette? I'm like, I almost feel like I have to downplay it more mm -hmm. and like not be as like grandiose about the whole thing because right. my first wedding was like a fucking production right. that cost way too much money and like obviously ended in like raging flames. Right. Um, so I, I feel like I have to kind of like not make it as big of a thing this time. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, I didn't have a big major blowout thing the first time. Um, but I'm I'm easy. Like if you know, I do go back and forth on if we should do an actual wedding and or just the city hall thing and right. the party and whatever. It does feel different in that I can just say this: this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. Yeah, me too. Um, it feels you know. a lot. I will say it feels a lot more right to me mm -hmm. this time the the first time i got engaged even with like you know the big beautiful ring and all of the you know hoopla of it all it still there was something that just didn't feel quite right that i couldn't articulate at the time right and this feels very perfect and comfortable i think it's so funny because when we first announced it in europe it was when your last episode you were on was airing. Oh. And in that episode, like we were doing questions and someone was like, are you ever going to get married? And I was like, oh, fucking no, we don't need to get married. We don't need to go down that road. Like we're already married. We have a fucking house and dogs and da, 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 da. And people were like laughing at that. Because then they go to the, the yeah, social well, media. And because when you yeah. were answering that and still like kind of agreeing with me on all of that, right. you already had the plan 
to propose when yeah. we recorded that episode. Yeah. So I guess take me back to the let's, beginning. Let's get into that. Because everybody wants to know how long you were planning. When did you know? Well, what I was mean, the idea? You know, it's really interesting because I, I would, what's the date mark on that episode? Because you're right. I was, you had dropped a hint before that hint, it was like, okay, this is not, we're just going to be together. And you know, that's not really in the cards. Right. Then you dropped a hint. Do you remember the hint? I You're do. like, just in case you get a bug up your butt, <laughs> this is the ring. Who even says that? <laughs> and I was like, what? You know, maybe, maybe you didn't say that or something. You said no, something I probably like, didn't yeah, say yeah. that. And I was like, okay. And you showed me, you know, your mom's. You yeah. Know. So for everybody that's like, what the fuck? Why do you have a band on? Mm-hmm. I've never seen such a more beautiful ring. Like, first of all, yes, I know. It's gorgeous. Yeah. But this ring is very special to me because it's the ring that my dad, who you all know I lost when I was a little girl, proposed to my mom with. So mm-hmm. they were antiquing. And it's gorgeous. It is. It's stunning. They were antiquing um, in Palm Springs and they went into an antique store and she like fell in love with this ring and she's like, oh, if we ever do get like, you know, married, that's the ring I would want. And my dad was like, I'll fucking buy it for you right now. And she's like, no, no, I'm not ready. Sound familiar? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and he went back later that night and put the ring on hold and ended up like purchasing it and just saving it and gave it to her when he proposed to her. So it's a really, really special ring. Mm-hmm. So many people were like, well, why didn't why didn't your mom give that to Daniel? Or why didn't you give that to Daniel? She gifted me the ring for my 21st birthday. Um, so I had it when Daniel and I were talking about, I think it was a mixture of me being younger and being like, no, I want like some like big, you know, thing like earn me go buy right, me a right, ring right. type thing and now i'm older and i'm like fuck that let's buy a house yeah, or go on vacation but i also yeah. i also feel that you have a more spiritual connection with my dad's energy i feel mm-hmm. that you're much closer we have a contract, to my soul contract yeah, yeah i feel like you're much closer to my mother i feel like it just felt right Mm -hmm. coming from you as where it didn't from anyone else I've been with. Well, I took that as not only a great honor and I, uh, just as you said, but I also took it as a huge sign. Like, Oh, okay. So that's where she's starting to go there. So you're telling me there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, so I had started thinking and, you know, plotting and planning and then you dropped another bomb. You dropped another hint, Mm -hmm. and that was in Arrowhead, where I actually, at that time, thought you were going to propose. I told you about this. What? In Arrowhead, I thought you were going to propose. The Valentine's weekend? Yeah. (laughs) And when we were, you know, yeah. yeah. I thought, because you were like, what are we doing? Maybe we should just do this. And I was like, and I even (laughs) said, what are you going to propose? And you're like, well, no. I did not say, well, no, I, <laughs> Maybe that's what I, I would never, I would never, not that that's not like, okay. i right. one of my you good just, girlfriends proposed to her dude. I think that's fucking awesome. No, but like, no, it's not my style. But I know that isn't your <laughs> style. And then, but that was another hint for me. So then I'm like, done, I'm doing it in Europe. That was right then where I was like, okay, this is happening in Europe for sure. And, uh, Let's see. Long story short, I wanted to bring Blue in on it because I wanted her to feel like kind of... So I told her about it. Mm-hmm. His I, daughter, for his those daughter, of you that are sorry. not clued in. Yeah. And uh, I, I remember that night vividly. I picked her up from the airport and we were in the car on the way home mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is what I'm thinking of doing. It was the first no, time... No, no, no. They don't want to hear this is what no, I'm thinking no, of doing. No. They want to hear the conversation and how it went. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I said, well, we had talked about marriage before. Mm-hmm. So she kind of, I think, knew that that was what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, She's also... 10, ten this right now. Nine. This was when she was, she was nine. nine. I've been in her life since she was five. Five, yeah. Uh, and I said, I said, you know, I, I'm thinking of proposing and I want to get your advice. And she said, and there wasn't really a, she just kind of knew that this Mm -hmm. was, she's like, okay. And I said, I'm thinking of either doing it here in LA before we go to Europe or doing it in Europe. And then she sat there and thought, and I'm, when I'm saying 30 seconds of silence, that's pretty (laughs) accurate. And I was like, holy shit, what's going on? (laughs) And she's like, you know, you and Gabrielle. She said Gabrielle. Yeah. 
Uh, well, no, she said Pina. Yeah, thank She's you. She's like, you and Pina, you guys are all into romance. You I don't guys... think I've ever heard her say yeah, my actual Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you and Pina, you guys should do it in Europe. That's way more romantic. And I was like... Yeah, bro. Oh, my God. What are you going to propose to me in the fucking kitchen on your birthday the day before we leave? <laughs> yeah, it was my birthday. For bir- the rom- most my romantic birthday place present on the planet. to myself. <laughs> um, Good then, job, Blue. Good job. No. Um, yeah, so I was like, okay. And I kind of was leaning towards that anyway i had already poo-pooed the idea of doing it on my birthday Mm -hmm. for dinner i would have made it pretty special obviously i had also like said to tay i was like look i don't want some big fucking thing right like i don't don't take me to a fucking waterfall there's bad juju there yeah (laughs) no flash mobs no big fucking like (laughs) like i just want it to be simple and like not make a big you did even it. specifically say don't even get on a knee yeah you did say that i will i will yeah i will put that out there yeah make that very clear um so we'll circle back to that later in yeah, the yeah exactly <laughs> so i had kind of formulated i'm gonna do it in europe didn't know where i'm not the greatest planner and, what? And also, you're not. No, no, no. But not. No, I should. I should preface that with <laughs> I don't like planning. Yeah, it's no wonder you ended up with someone who's a fucking gnarly yeah. type A planner. Yeah. So we're a perfect yeah. match. But I also don't <laughs> like it in a, in a more. Um, human level i like to just be spontaneous and i like things as they come i i I do i've always preferred it that way yeah i mean if i have to plan a party yeah okay where did you pack the ring okay so then that was a whole situation i was like oh how am i gonna do it then i bought oh my god so my daughter and i (laughs) end up purchasing these little owls um, online and we're waiting for them to come a couple days before we're going to Europe and I'm still have no idea how I'm going to do this. I feel like I have to sidebar so many things that you say. Right. So my dad and I are like spiritual connection together is owls. They're always like around me. Like yeah. I, I'm always seeing them. That's Big like my owl. sign from my dad. Right. They're so, like, why the fuck are you buying owls, Tay? You got to give some context, bro. I know, I know. Well, that's why you're the host, <laughs> you know? Um, so I get these owls and I open up the owls. Wait, and I, why? What was the plan with the, the owls? The plan was I was going to leave. We've had too much caffeine today. <laughs> Take the a plan breath. was I was going to leave these owls in each place we stayed just randomly. And, and I'd be like, and you'd be like, wait, what? That's a weird owl. And like, oh my God. And then we were going to go to the next place and there'd be another one. And then the fourth one, it would have the ring. Okay. Okay. So that's, that was my idea. <laughs> because I wouldn't have caught on to the fact that I there's know. random and, and fucking owls in our you room. see the fucking owls. I think I've showed them to you. They're ridiculous. So, so I get the owls and I open them up and I'm like, oh my God, this is it. And, she, and I tell her, come here. And she comes into the room and I'm like, the owl thing is off, dude. These owls are ridiculous. And she looks, we start laughing. So then we start thinking, and I'm like, I know how to do it. I'm going to do it when I have to do it when she's least expecting it. And my daughter's like, okay, well, when is that? I'm like, the only time she will never expect it is over breakfast. There's no way she's going to think we're crusty. I'm sleeping, like (laughs) barely drinking coffee. And will you marry me? There's no way. That's the only time I'm going to be able to do it where I can actually catch her by surprise. Because I was under the thought that you kind of knew. Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son, and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, 
and desserts, it's a treat to have restaurant quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 and use code FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLtalk50 at factormeals.com slash FMLtalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Enjoy, FMLers. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Okay, that was one of the questions that got submitted. Like I yeah. did, I, I think I told Sarah, Jenna, and Alex. Mm-hmm. Alex I told because she messaged me like a couple of days before we were leaving and she's like, I just want to put it out there. My witchy senses are saying that I think you're going to be engaged in like a week or so. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think it's happening too. That being said, I just assumed like, why the fuck would you not propose if we're going on this like epic two week Europe romantic right. vacation? But I was very, very shocked in the moment, yeah. which is so fucking hard to do yeah. with me because yeah. I know everything. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I was. And I planned everything. I didn't know if it was going, which place it was going to be. I kind of knew that probably going to be in, in, in uh, on Positano. the Amalfi Coast in Positano because of the location, and we always were always talking about it. But there was a good chance we could I could have done it in Sorrento. So I didn't know until I had to see the place. Yeah, it had to bring something out in me. Yeah, yeah. The first place didn't in Sorrento, although the town did. Yeah. But the second I walked in, and and I don't know if you could rewind this in your head, but when we walked into the hotel room all i was thinking of was the balcony <laughs> that that's it i the whole yeah. freaking trip up to that point was when am i going to do this so where did you pack the ring look at the chills <laughs> i just got the chills because i, I can remember like constantly like what when am i going to do this yeah the ring was packed in my uh carry-on oh, okay oh hell no I would have. I was about to, but just put it right up my butt too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but we split a carry-on and a suitcase. Yeah, so I carried the carry-on, and that but was some at the of bottom. my shit was in the carry-on. Yeah, oh, so you put it on your half. Yeah, oh, that's ballsy. Yeah, dude. at the bottom. And then, I, and, then I pulled it, and then I pulled it out and put it in my suitcase once we were there. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So we had this beautiful balcony in Positano. It was our second stop on the trip. We came from Sorrento. It was so gorgeous. I mean, obviously you guys have probably seen pictures. If not, there's a post pinned on my Instagram that you can go see them. And we got up one morning and we were like this is the day we're gonna stay at the hotel well, yeah like, well tell them give them you gotta give what, them what? some backstory you got they what's gotta the, know what's that the every time we go to these places oh we, we love to we do, do one day at the hotel one day at the hotel but specifically like one like morning. really over the top room service yeah at morning um, usually so we were like this is the place this is where we'll do the room service the hotel the Posatano hotel was also the more Oh my God, as I like can't fucking talk <laughs> too much caffeine was the most expensive hotel that we stayed at. That was the one we kind of like splurged on mm-hmm. worth every fucking penny. If oh, you ask me, highly God. recommend staying at La Agave in Posadona. Yeah, La Agave. And so we were like, this is the one, you know, we want to at least spend a day here, go to the pool, go to the spa, like enjoy the actual hotel. And we were like, great, let's do room service today. We wake up per usual i'm like wait we gotta like take some photos and like well our room service shows shows up yeah and so we put it all out there and i'm thinking all the while like how am i gonna do it this is the spot i'm about to fucking propose like i i kind of forgot about the nervousness of it (sighs) 
I, I was just like, how am I going to get this done? Then you come in and say, wait, wait, I know I'm so annoying, but can we post this? I mean, can, I we, can we film this? Yeah. Can we film this? And I was like, fucking content, dude. Like it's the really, it's a catch 22 like, of being really? a content creator. Like it's like, fuck, I need stuff to just like put an inspirational <laughs> quote over and play on yeah. my TikTok. It's a real pain in the ass. Yeah. I hate it too. But uh, so I was like, yeah, film me like in front, like, and I'll cheers you, da, da, da. And then you set up, because one of the things that's like really easy to do for TikTok and stuff is to just set the fucking camera up and then go about your life and Mm -hmm. then, you know, have stuff to pull from later. So you set up your phone like right by the steps for this wide angle of us just eating breakfast over Mm -hmm. this like gorgeous balcony. And then you're holding my phone and we sit down and you're like, wait, let's take a picture. And you like come up to do like a selfie and we like smile and then you change it to video. And I'm looking at the camera, like waving and stuff. And then there was a moment that you told me about where you like had it ready and then something else happened. So you like threw it on the ground and then grabbed it later. Like walk me through like once we sat down, what happened? Yeah. So as, so I shot the video of you walking out. Yeah. You remember that? I do. Then we were like, okay, I'm still holding your phone. Then we sit down and I was like, let's get a picture. And I don't know if I, did I take a picture? Yeah. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And then I turned it on video and at that moment, when I took the picture, it was in my hand. And then I was bringing the ring. The ring. Yeah. I had bring, brought the ring out. It was in my pocket the whole time. I think it was probably like on my pinky <laughs> while I was shooting the video because I didn't know at that point. I was like, fucking, when am I going to do this? Like, yeah. I knew I had the video cover, the wide angle from the steps. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, I could do it right now. But I was like, she didn't want me to get on a knee. And I think like, it'd be better if we're just sitting. This all happened fucking right in the moment. Yeah. No planning whatsoever. So then I sit down. Oh, the anxiety that gives me. Yeah. (laughs) So then I sit down and I want to take the picture. I take the picture. The ring is there. I take the picture. And then I was going to take the video and you stop something you do something i mean it's on video it's well i was looking at the video like waving and like you know being cute and then when i turn back to you you have the ring you hold up the ring and i like didn't even see it at first yeah oh my god i don't (laughs) think i ever put it back i it when it was out it was out i just don't think you looked at it no yeah i looked at you to smile and kiss you and then i looked down and was like oh shit zero rehearsal (laughs) on my part i i I looked down and said oh my god and put my hand over my mouth what did i say please make me you're like you just blacked out (laughs) i just like I remember before I going into the bathroom, like looking at myself going, okay, well, yeah, you know, I mean, should I pull up the video to see what you said? I think it was like, please make me the happiest. I don't know. We're going to, we're going to pull it up. Please ever. hold. Okay. I have the video pulled up. We're about to play it. Tay is having a panic attack. <laughs> don't speak while this plays. Okay. Don't ruin the moment. Okay. I don't really remember what the fuck you said. This could be wildly embarrassing. Here we go. Do you know how much I love you? <laughs> Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> you said don't get on the knees. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Will you please make me the happiest fucking guy in the world? You know? Yeah. Really? And then there's a big kiss and I don't even know if people could hear that. It was pretty low volume, but yeah. But what, right before we went, I, I said, I think I said, please make me the happiest guy in the world. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't know I started with, do you know how much I love you? Because you didn't look down at first. No, I, yeah. I was still looking at the camera when yeah. you said that. Yeah. Um, please make me the happiest guy <laughs> in the world while well, you've done so. And when I ended up eventually posting that with you know music under it without the audio on tiktok i'll never forget someone fucking commented what he didn't even get on a knee and i was like bitch i fucking asked him not to get on a knee oh that's another thing that i said hate people (laughs) that's another thing that i said in there that they probably couldn't hear i said you you didn't want you told me not to get on a knee so i didn't (laughs) and and that i did say that right before i say please make me the happiest guy were you nervous in the moment Um, i mean you knew i was gonna say yeah right I, yeah, I wasn't really that nervous. Okay. I was more like wanting to be like, I wanted it to be perfect, right, but right. I, I, I kind of like 
I think it was knew you weren't gonna say no. It was very us to just be like in our you know PJs and like on the balcony with like lots of unhealthy food. Like it was like very us and in our happy place. Um, Yeah, I wasn't here. It's an interesting thing, you know. People talk about like I'm gonna propose. Like I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna work. I don't know if she's gonna say yes. Like. Really? Well, I think it's different when you like you own a fucking house together and you have three dogs and right. it's like we've talked but, about it before. Yeah, but, I mean, there's a relate there's people in relationships that haven't. No, I know. And that to me is, is wild. Is like, well, I think you guys don't talk about marriage and kids like all the time. When people are like in a newer relationship, right. I think it's more of like a that vibe. Yeah. So, no, I wasn't nervous. I was excited. I was like, you know, I was glad that I, I I was glad it all worked out in hindsight where it did. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't like do what I can be known to do and make it a whole thing. No, make it either a whole thing or not plan it and choose the wrong time. And then in hindsight, <laughs> be like, okay, well, yeah, we're we're engaged and we're getting married, but it's kind of a kind of a terrible idea. <laughs> kind of like our first kiss. <laughs> oh my god, dead. You know, that wasn't our first kiss. That was just an awkward kiss, the one that you're talking about. No, no, that wasn't our first kiss. Our first kiss was on my in couch? El Adobe on your couch. Uh, that was just our first kiss in public, where you were like. Can I? Oh, Can in, I? In public, yeah. yeah. It's funny because Tay's the most like suave, fucking like good looking dude, but like, man, when he is nervous, like the awkwardness is shocking. Yeah. You know, when I used to like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to, at a younger age, I wouldn't be able to ask certain girls out because That's they, cute. I would be intimidated. I'd be like, they're so. I just wouldn't be able to do it. I couldn't. I That's couldn't really do cute. It. And yeah. now you're just like this tall glass of Italian looking <laughs> Greek god. Yeah, but baby, that still baby has, blue eyes. But that still has that problem sometimes <laughs> right, right. where it's like I get intimidated <laughs> even by you. I mean, more by you, like the first time I, I yeah. still well, am I'm, like. I'm, I'm pretty intimidating. I'm still like, I get tingly whenever. <laughs> Not tingly, that's the wrong word choice. <laughs> but like, yeah, you still intimidate me. You still make me nervous. In a good way. In a very okay. good way. Okay. Hence, tingle. <laughs> okay, so obviously the ring was an heirloom that my dad proposed to my mom with because he was giving me that. He wanted to, you know, contribute as well. So he bought me the band. Everybody was like fucking up in arms when I posted these photos and they were like, wait, there's a band. They already got married. Oh my God. What right, is she not right. telling us? Like, no, not the case. We're just very unfucking traditional. And I was like, yeah, I'll put this band on now and then you can get me another band when we get married yeah, we'll and call then it an it'll be double band. banded. Yeah. Surrounded but we're, by bands. we're very untraditional. Tay's already, already wearing a ring. We, we just don't, we don't fly by the, the, the traditional rule books. No, we certainly don't. We never have. Um, and it looks really pretty with the band. Yeah, so, I think it looks gorgeous. Um, and you were like, you had obviously proposed with the main ring. And then you were like, I, I got the band. It's in the suitcase. Should we just leave it there? I'm like, fuck no. Let me put it on. <laughs> oh my God, I I like, know. We're not going to leave a, an expensive diamond band in the suitcase um, I said, I in said, all of our hotel second. rooms. <laughs> Shouldn't, isn't that against the rules? You're like, there are none. Yeah, exactly. And then we had a wonderful breakfast on our balcony and then went to the spa and got a hot stone massage, which was wonderful mm-hmm. and then went and just like enjoyed the pool in the hotel for the rest of yeah. the day and, it's um, weird. and not a damn thing has changed no it was like and then we went on about our lives <laughs> yeah like we kind of already <laughs> felt like we were married <laughs> totally um okay but when whenever your daughter would facetime us when we were on this trip i found this out later she would be like mouthing to you asking if it had happened already tell me about that yeah yeah <laughs> That happened a couple times where she would mouth like, did you do it? Did you do it? <laughs> and and uh, that happened a couple times. She was really excited. Yeah. She was like in on the. Yeah, she was really well, it excited was that she was in on it. It was important. That was, yeah, yeah, that was a very good call of yours. And, you know, in any life decision that you and I choose to make, we we talk about how we can make her feel included yeah. and important. I mean, in the house that we're looking at, yeah. the houses, in, in the wedding. Yeah. You know, I want to, uh, yeah. One of the most special things for me was when obviously like Tay came home after we went to my friend's wedding in London and 
I traveled for another two weeks and then came home. And when I came home, you and Blue were here at the house. People are like, why do they keep using two different names this whole episode? It's just because Tay's fucking up. That's the reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Blue is the daughter. But when I came home, there were two bouquets of flowers, one from you and one from her, and a card from you and a card from her. And I didn't screenshot your card, but I did hers, so I guess hers won. Mm -hmm. But it says, Dear Peanut, welcome home. I missed you so much, and I'm so happy you and Dad are engagged. (laughs) (laughs) Engaged. Um, And it was really, really special for me and really sweet. She is genuinely happy. I know. And I, I've always seen it, but I will reiterate none so much than this last trip to Hawaii. Yeah. Like that, the way she looked at you was different than she's ever done before. Yeah. We had, she would look at you every time before and be like enamored and like, but she was like really, yeah, yeah. there was things happened. (laughs) All right, we're going to get into questions that people submitted that they wanted us to answer, um, and then we will elaborate as we go. Mm -hmm. Okay, a lot of these we've covered just from telling the story in general, but here's one. Who did you call and tell right after? So it was interesting how we did this because there was a a massive time difference, but we obviously wanted to tell kind of like our inner circle before putting it out on social media. I wanted to kind of keep it for longer than we did off of social media, but it came to a point where I was like, my anxiety was like, I can't have a ring in a photo and like Mm -hmm. da 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 da. It was just like a little ridiculous. Um, So we held on to it for like a week. Who was the first? Um, Well, I sent, well, obviously my mom, but she was dead asleep. Emily, who you guys know as Emma in Eat, Pray, FML. She's in Europe too. Whose wedding we were on our way to um, in a week in London. She was awake. So she probably was the first one to actually know. But all of my like girlfriends, I sent the photo of us kissing where my hands on your face and the ring is there mm-hmm. and like the breakfast setup of like where it happened I later found out that there were like a handful of people that were just like oh cute they're sending me a picture of them kissing uh-huh. and I was like no guys there's a fucking ring on my finger uh-huh. um, Christopher McNeely for example like didn't, didn't see pa- till, went right past the ring till like way fucking later oh wow um, like he saw the post on Instagram congratulated us and then was like wait a minute the the this was like two weeks after um we came home he was like wait those pictures you sent me in italy like i thought you were just like sharing like a happy special moment with me i was like no dude (laughs) but i told him what was he congratulating you for well when he saw the instagram post then he yeah Um, but he like didn't connect the dots on them but i told all of my girlfriends like the people that were we're close with. We mm-hmm. sent like the photos to, which I think was like one or two a.m. in the morning, LA mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Who who was on your list? I remember telling Blue. Oh, and my dad. And well, you, my brother. we Facetime oh, Blue. My brother. Yeah. Was was your the brother? First. Your dad. We Facetime Blue to like tell her and yep. show her the ring and mm-hmm. show her the balcony and like all of that when she was awake the next morning. Yeah. And, and my mom, we also FaceTimed. my buddy Marshall, because yeah. he was, he was in the know. There were a few people. Oh yeah. Tell us who was in the, that's one of the questions on here. Who was in the know people. before? I think the very first person to know that I was even thinking about it is one Brad and two Marshall. Mm-hmm. Those two, your cousin, my and cousin and best my best friend. And then I, I soon after was my brother and, Okay. And One so, of the questions is, did you ask permission from her mom? And how did that conversation oh, go? That's a great question. Oh, that's such a great story. <laughs> so I did. And it was really funny. It happened <laughs> not when I wanted it to happen. We were going, oh, where was it? Universal Studios. Uh-huh. And we were all at Universal Studios. It was... Um, and you guys were all at one of the rides. And I was going walking back to get to get Mama Stachio, mm-hmm. is what I call her, uh, <laughs> to come over to the rides. And on the walk, I was like, uh, listen, I want to take you out to lunch. And, and when is a good time? And she's like, she looks at me, and she's like, oh, let's not just waste time anymore. You have my permission. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, she said something along those lines where I fucking gasped. I was like, oh my God, did you just say it like that? That's so D. Wallace of her. Yeah, so D. Wallace. So so I was like, 
I was like, okay, then we don't have to go for break for lunch. And she looked at me. She's like, I was joking. And I was like, I wasn't. <laughs> and she gave me a big hug and that was it. Well, yeah, because you're like her favorite person on the planet. I mean, that was it. And she's mine. And like, yeah, that was. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones i've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison i've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous um why italy why not Yeah, it's interesting. That was the only two destinations. I mean, I may have considered holding it to Greece if I had gone on that portion. Mm-hmm. But no, Italy was, we talk no, about it Italy. Like our, it was we our talk own about trip. the Amalfi Coast yeah, all the time. We were we, so excited. You know, it was our own special moment. And I will say it was very touching for me. And I think it was as well for you too, because this was kind of like the first big show of support that like you received as well it wasn't just me when we posted that the announcement and the amount of love and like congratulations and support we got from like fmlers that we don't even know from like friends and family but like really the like the the majority because there were so many Mm -hmm. on that post were people that like have just read about our love story and like don't actually know us right and it was so full circle for my readers and listeners who have been following me from the very beginning that not only did i end up with the right person and now getting engaged but it happened in the place that i was supposed to take mm-hmm. my eat pray fml trip to in the first place right um so it was very very full circle mm-hmm. universally and i'm sure for them to witness yeah yeah i'm sure so why not Italy? Yeah. Let's redefine Italy. Right. Yes. Right. Um, uh, it, it brings me back though. I, 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 one of the places that I was considering greatly was Florence, mm-hmm. doing it in Florence. Mm-hmm. So if Amalfi didn't work, then I only had Florence left. Yes, Venice was an option, but not one of my no, top options. No, dude. It was going to be in the countryside of Florence. Yeah, no, so then it was, I was so like, good with the water. is such a big thing in our lives. And like, yeah. it was perfect where it was. Yeah. Okay, this is a good one. How to know if you're ready to take that step? It can be scary and can't tell if it's intuition or anxiety. I think this is really dependent on your situation and on your person. However, I will say if you're having like fear or pushback around it, don't necessarily run for the hills because sometimes, not all the time, sometimes it is your intuition. Sometimes it can be that there's shit that you need to work through like me. Like Mm -hmm. I was very like, I don't want to... I don't think we need to get married. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. it it seems silly, like, you know, because of all the stuff that I had been through, like it kind of just like didn't feel like doing it again was necessary for me. That drastically changed as I healed stuff and my relationship with you grew. Well, here, and just to, to book it, to, to put an exclamation on that is like, don't say no to any, don't say, never say never. Yeah. Right. You know, like even if you're like anti something like, eh, we yeah. all go grow and progress differently. And you, who knows what, how I'm going to, what I'm going to love in 10 years. Yeah. But I also don't think you ever like necessarily know if you're ready for a big step like that, like you can feel it and right. know in your gut, but also like fucking if you are feeling it and you're 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 wanting that next step in your life take the fucking chance what's the worst thing that can happen like you join the divorce club like we're fucking partying over here right we're great yeah. <laughs> like um, so sometimes is, it I, works I, out and sometimes it doesn't but i want to clarify the question was it how do we know how do i know it's the right step to propose or how do i know it's the right step for our relationship to get into a marriage that that 
like to move from relationship to engagement to engagement yeah mm. well i think do you it's different what for I said? everybody yeah, I, I agree but do you remember what i said earlier on in this episode when i said it, i find it strange that men it's usually men proposing mm -hmm. like are nervous or like like don't aren't you guys talking about that kind right. of stuff so right there is 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 kind of a piggyback to that like Communicate. I think you, if the communication is there and you're talking about marriage and you're like, well, yeah, well, I want to be married in a couple of years and you're like in a relationship with the person you're talking to, you're going to know if it's right. Yeah. So I think it just naturally progresses to that. 100%. I don't think like if you're six months in and you're like questioning it, but like somebody's pressuring you, it's not the right thing to do right. at that moment. Right. It has to be right and it has to naturally progress to it. Yeah, 100% agree. Who took those awesome picks? Bitch, me. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Which picks? Well, all of the picks. I'm the one, all excuse our, me. No, 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 bro. The video footage of me proposing yeah, that, and, and getting that was, accepted and yeah. everything, not one motion. I mean, yeah, fucking motion. Yeah, it's very good. Thank you. Very good camera work. You, um, but day. like the majority of the pictures that they're talking about, like all of the great photos on my Instagram, either... I took them or I set the camera up and put a timer on them. Like right. I'm very fucking self-sufficient when it comes to photography. All right. And, and then there's really great filters on them. Or you find the youngest looking person that looks like a fucking yeah, yeah. millennial and usually a female I'll trust over a male. Um, and they'll know to take more and than be one. like, take multiple photos yeah, and you just have to like get lucky with the right person. Yeah. What issues had to be worked out before you were both ready for marriage again? I think that for me personally, I had to do a lot of healing on my own, not necessarily issues that you and I had. It was a lot of like individual, individual internal work that I needed to address before I could take that step again. And then just really like as our relationship progressed and it grew and our bond kept getting stronger and stronger and we kept like communicating through tough times that would bring us closer it just was like, oh, this is someone that I want to like have that title with. Cause I already felt like we were like, we own the house together. We have three mm -hmm. dogs together. Like it, it already kind of felt like we were in that level of commitment, but my love for you as it grew was like, no, I want that title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, taxes. Right. <laughs> and for me, I, to be honest, I, I don't know. I kind of, after and it took me a long time to get diver divorced. I wasn't, it didn't happen right away. I, I really didn't have much feeling about it. I didn't need to get married or I wasn't like, oh, I'm never getting married again. Which is so funny that you say that because like literally from the second month we were dating, maybe one of, once every other week, you'd be like, okay, are you ready to get married yet? Okay, should I just ask you to marry me? Okay, will you just marry me right now? Yeah, I just want, because I, because, <laughs> we, well, if second month I was dating, I was like, how, because. How do I lock her into this now? Yeah. <laughs> Because I know if I could only foresee what was about to happen to me. <laughs> um, no, I don't think uh, I, I, I my, my daughter was is was the only thing that I wanted her to be like really cool with all of it. Yeah. Once I saw that it, you and I were not wavering, then I really started like asking her mm -hmm. more in-depth questions about you not about marriage and yeah. life but just about yeah love and how do you how do you feel about peanut and like mm -hmm. you know we might be i'm spending a lot of time remember when you were living at the apartment and she would have yeah. to come and stay there sometimes mm -hmm. so you know a lot more of that i wanted her to be that was the only reservation but it wasn't that much of a reservation either yeah it was like i'm gonna do it and just you're gonna i think for me it was just being really secure in once i saw the pattern of like when hard shit goes down or we have a fight or something happens that makes me feel not great which is very very few and far between once i saw the pattern of you immediately wanting to take responsibility and being open and initiating going and talking to our therapist and like handling the problem right when it happened i was like mm -hmm. oh this is someone that i can trust to like be with in a very very long-term way i remember having a conversation with Sarah and Jenna, her two, who are two of my best friends in The Ridiculous Misadventures. I think their names are Tess and Elizabeth. But I remember when I was coming out of the, the back and forth with you and Javier and when you and I had finally gotten back together, I remember saying to them, if I were to get married to Javier, I wouldn't trust that in a life-altering occurrence that he 
would be there for me and not bolt. Like if I lost an arm or if God forbid we lost a child, Mm -hmm. I don't think he would make it through that with me. Whereas Tay, if I (laughs) lost an arm, he would be like, let me, I got to, let me help you wipe your ass. (laughs) Um, Like you, I, I, in my heart, very, in a very big way, know that you would never leave my side. Never. Um, Absolutely. And it, that, that was what the basis and like the friendship of our bond really Hmm. started. And then, continued to just progress and grow on top of that Mm. like i think it's so funny because when we started dating you would be like i just like i love you so much more than you love me and And at the beginning that was probably true and now like i feel so differently than that like you'll always be like no i love you more and i'm like no i really don't think you do bro (laughs) like i don't think you know like i am so grateful and thankful to be in a relationship that i'm so stoked on that i Mm. laugh 24 7 in that like feels so safe and at ease in well i I don't even know what started me on that tangent like (laughs) well but i think it's important that not only are you because a lot of people get in relationships where you they have that feeling but there is not the feeling of longevity right or or traumatic experiences Mm -hmm. happening and that person sticking in whether it be mental health related or or just look i don't no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> going to hold that in. I think it also, for me, coming from a, if you want to call it failed marriage, I had a lot of fear around failing again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be the girl who got married it failed epically and then you know we take that next step like announce an engagement we go get married and then like fail again yeah i had to reconcile with the fact that not that i think that that's ever going to happen but sometimes shit doesn't work out yeah and like people grow and people change right i will never forget when we bought our house the week that we were moving into it i had a fucking panic attack i was like holy shit, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? What the fuck? Like, I was like calling my mom in tears. She was like, this is so much money that you guys are about to combine. Like, what do you mean you're not sure? I was a fucking basket case. And you looked at me and you were like, look, dude, we're either going to move into this house and it's going to work out and we're going to be wildly happy and it's going to be fantastic. Or we're going to break up, we're going to be friends, and we're going to be business partners, and it's a great fucking investment. Mm -hmm. And I looked at you and was like, oh, okay. Because so many men in that moment would have been like, you're not fucking sure? Mm -hmm. What, bitch? Yeah. And the fact that you didn't do that was such a game-changing moment for me. Mm -hmm. So I think it was working through things like that that like were natural fears from my past that were coming up and having you hold my hand and walk me through those was what made me realize that i was ready to get married again Mm -hmm. well didn't we just do a mini regarding like when to chime in and when to listen and it's like those moments you just because you're showing reservation or fear doesn't mean like the relationship is over and so many people go into such a reactionary moment and it's just like I get your fear. Yeah. yeah, this is some scary shit. Well, but that takes a very evolved, not even man, person to mm-hmm. not go into reaction about that, yeah. is what I'm saying. Also, if you guys are enjoying this episode, Tay has been on two full seasons of mini bonus episodes, Tea Time mm. with Tay and Tea Time with Tay 2, um, that you can find on the Patreon subscription. So you can go mm-hmm. to FML Talk. No, sorry, patreon.com slash FML talk. And there's five whole seasons that you can binge. Okay, okay now back from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, end this fun little episode and talk about some wedding stuff so I don't mm. get bombarded with people being like, tell us about wedding yeah. planning. We have no date. We have no idea. The end. Goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, and I, I think I revealed this to you, but I'm, I'm maybe revealing this a little more to you now and you've never heard it i'm kind of like leaning towards a wedding i know i'm like what do you mean we uh, are gonna do that but like i just don't didn't want to do the whole like walking down an aisle under a fucking archway and like then we have to get chairs for people i really wanted to like you and i and like maybe a couple close people go to a courthouse get married take some fucking epic photos and and then have like a massive party i want to do like fucking food trucks 
yeah. candles, no, that flowers, call it a fucking day. That like, I'm into, but that's w- still going to be like 10 grand. <laughs> right. Uh, I'd rather like. But let me ask you a question. Okay, here we go. If, Let's fight if, about if, it. it. <laughs> what would the difference be? Adding in a ceremony? Uh, I yeah. don't know. Just the chairs and the whole writing of speeches and stuff and the whole, I don't know. It just what, seems what, like a whole speech, to you do. like vows and all that? Yeah. Well, we can do it differently. We don't have to do it like I that. Know. We can get a person of the peace. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What do you call it? A justice of the a peace? Menis- but, a minister? Yeah. A okay. reverend. Okay. I don't know, oh my bro. God. Ordained minister. <laughs> Thank you. Got it. Uh, we can have the ordained minister. We'll, we'll just tell him this is how we're going to do it. This is this is what's going to happen. Right. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about All it. Right, here we go. <laughs> but definitely like a big party. Yeah. 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 Big party and, and food I'll wear something that's white, but like dunk tank, not so fun house. Your clowns. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> You're unbelievable. I'd rather just take like a big epic trip, but I know people would like revolt if we didn't like do some type of celebration. So we shall. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and also for, you know, God, your mom and, and your kid, my kid yeah. alone, just the two of them. God, my mother, any excuse to have a party, dude, if I was yeah. like, no, we're not going to do anything. She'd like maybe murder us. So, somehow she and mama d has to walk down the aisle oh my god oh, here dude here go. we go thank you for being here for uh sharing your uh plans and uh yeah i love and being for here. proposing to me in. and for you. you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> and i love you i love you more <laughs> okay i hope that um <laughs> gave you all of the answers to your burning questions and again thank you all for the incredible outpour of support we received i really felt that i was celebrating this with you you guys and i'm just so thankful that you have been with me on this journey for as long as you have been and i can't wait for you to all see what's coming next because there's some good stuff in the works i usually don't tell you what's coming up next week anymore however i am so fucking excited for this episode to air i have recorded two episodes with therapy jeff if you've seen him on tiktok if you've seen him on instagram i share his content all the time he is such an incredible human. He is a licensed therapist and he knows his shit and he cusses like me. I absolutely adore him. So he will be on the first of two episodes I recorded with him, but the first one airs next Wednesday. It's called Emotional Fucking Intelligence and we really get into green flags versus red flags and just like what you should be looking for in a relationship. I absolutely love this human. Go check out his stuff. Therapy Jeff. As always, make sure you guys are subscribed so you never miss an episode. Keep up with us on Instagram at FML Talk Podcast. If you need more FML in your life, I got you covered. You can go to patreon.com slash FML Talk. There are five seasons of mini bonus episodes. You also get access to the private self-love Facebook group and 10% off all of your merch. We are doing a massive holiday sale right now so you can shop the books, the merch, everything that's on the website for a big discount and you can get presents for anyone in your family, your girlfriends, whoever you need to shop for this holiday season. I got you covered. Go ahead and go to eatprayfml.com and get your shopping on. As always, I will see you guys next week and have a self-love cocktail on me. Cheers. Welcome to As a Woman, Fertility Hormones and Beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.